today is different. It's different for everybody and it's different for me. Um, We are in my home office today recording. We're not inside a pretty podcast studio. It's not plush and lush. It is literally my home office. And the reason that we had to do that today is because of what's going on in our world. I can't leave my house right now, but I still have to work and I still have to function. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the current climate, what's going on in our world And how are you coping? How am I coping? And let's just talk about when expectations are shifted for us without our control. So that's what we're going to talk about today. How sometimes what you envision is not necessarily what happens. I'm Tana Sterland, a travel expert who has built a multi-million dollar travel business exploring the world in search of culture and adventure. In the past 13 years, I have been creating a travel company that allows me to curate travel experiences for clients while still continuing to explore our world. Every week I will talk about travel experiences, tips and tricks, as well as host some travel friends to share their experiences with all of you. The good, the bad, the hilarious, hopefully providing insight for your next travel adventure. Come travel with Tannis and make sure to follow me at Travel with Tannis on Instagram. I'm going to start off by telling you a story of a trip that I took years ago. Now, this was a long time ago, but it's interesting how when you plan a trip and when you put things in motion to head off on this vacation that you've been looking forward to, the expectations you have in your mind and then what can happen can sometimes really go awry. Most of the time they work out according to plan, but sometimes they don't. I'm not going to tell you the particular location because I don't want to jade your view of the location because it's still a great place. But this was years ago. Um, I was at a resort with a friend of mine and everything was going great. First day there was a fantastic time sitting in the sunshine, doing what you do on vacation. And that night we went out for dinner off resort just to a local eatery. The dinner was fantastic. It was a seafood dinner, which at the time I didn't eat fish. I ate shellfish and lobster and things like that. I just didn't eat typical fish. And so I didn't eat the fish that night, but my friend did. And we went back to the hotel and everything seemed to be okay. And then it wasn't. My friend wasn't feeling well and it was kind of almost instant and it lasted through the night and we just kind of joked that it was a bit of maybe Montezuma's revenge. The next day woke up, my friend was pretty weak, but we headed down to the pool and tried to enjoy our time and while we were in the pool, my friend looked at me and said, I need to go back to the room, I'm not doing okay. So my friend took off, I stayed downstairs for a little while, enjoyed the sunshine, laid on my lounge chair and thought, I better go up and check. Went back up to the room and there was my friend laying on the bathroom floor in not a very good state. Uh, Proceeded to get a lot sicker, proceeded to get a lot worse and almost to the point of delirium. I remember running down to the front desk and bawling my face off asking them to call me an ambulance. And they weren't super helpful at the time. I don't, I think they thought I was overreacting, 
but they ended up calling a doctor to come to the hotel to check on my friend. The doctor and the nurse came into the room and proceeded to work on my friend for a few hours. I, at this time, uh, was out in the hallway. I couldn't be in the room watching what they were doing. And this gentleman came up to me and said, are you Tannis? And I said, I am. And he said, I need you to sit down. I need to talk to you. And I said, who are you? And he said, I'm the minister. I've been sent to talk to you to tell you to prepare to go home by yourself and to walk you through that process. I really didn't understand what was going on. I didn't believe that this was actually truth. I wasn't believing what he was saying because I didn't want to believe what he was saying. So they walked me through that process. I ended up going back into the room and I'm going to kind of leave the story at that. It became a very long period of time. We ended up getting home. My friend got home, ended up in the hospital here in Canada and had mercury poisoning in their blood. And what had happened was they that night had eaten the fish and the fish had been caught in what they call red tide, which essentially poisoned my friend's system. So my friend is back home. My friend is in Canada to this day. They're all fine and dandy, but it's what happens when you're provided information that you don't want to believe, that you know is fact, that you know is real. It's being told to you that you have to follow it, but you don't want to because you don't want to hear it. And it kind of brings me to today. We have this information swirling about us. Our travel community has been hit so hard. And I do have to say that when this all first started, I really didn't understand the magnitude of it. And maybe I didn't want to listen. And maybe I didn't want to hear it. And I didn't want to be told that it wasn't going to be okay, kind of like on that trip. And now here we are a couple of weeks later, and I'm at home. My children are at home. They're not at school. And I'm working the best way I can, as well as now being a homeschool parent. Things have shifted. And I'm yet again being told how to respond and told what's going to happen. And it's out of my control. But like the trip, things work out. They do. They always do. And not necessarily at that time do you understand why you're put in that position. But I also think that you have to stop and reflect on what does this mean for you? How does this shift your thinking? And what does it make you aware of? I've had some conversations with people over this past week, and I firmly believe that we learn something from everything that happens to us. And we're still in the thick of it. We're still dealing with it. We're dealing financially, mentally. We're dealing with a whole host of things. But I want to really kind of pay attention to the fact that there's lessons in everything. The lesson that I've learned from this entire pandemic that we're dealing with right now, first, it's made me slow down. It's made me slow down a lot. I used to just go, go, go. And that was just kind of how my life became. I love booking travel. I love giving people things to look forward to. And in this past 10 days, everything that my clients had to look forward to is gone. They've had to cancel it. They've had to cancel what they've saved for probably the past year to go on. They've had to cancel it. So as people are being told, 
what it's going to look like and what the course of events are going to look like for them without them getting to decide. There is anxiety, there's stress. People almost get sicker from this just with mental worry and anxiety than they do from the virus. Um, The people who are not affected directly by the virus are dealing with other things, family, friends, whatever it may be. But let's stop and think for a second, what can you take from this? If it's that you just needed to slow down, then that's okay. Remember this six months, a year from now, how you had to slow down and what it did for you. The other thing I think that it's teaching us is that we need to lean on each other more and the communities need to come together. It's not every man for himself. We need to, in business, in friendship, whatever it is, we need to work together. We need to band together. And people are actually doing that. Now, there are people out there who maybe still don't get it and have an affinity for cases of toilet paper, and that's their choice. But for the most part, what I'm seeing in the community that I belong to is we're here for each other and we are a support system and we're figuring it out the best way that we possibly can. I think the financial strain is the biggest one for people in trying to understand how are they going to move forward financially, but maybe it's also a reset button as to can you live with less? Can you live on less than you're used to? Do you typically run to the store all the time? Are you somebody who goes to Costco on the weekly, the grocery store on the daily, and now you're not? What does that look like for you and how has that impacted you? So we're always dealing with change. We're dealing with things that are out of our control. And I think it's just how we face it and how we move forward and what we do with it that's important. When I was on that trip... I didn't have an opportunity to enjoy my trip. That was, I was young. I, it was a hard trip to go on. I couldn't really afford to go, but I went anyways. And it was something that by the second day of that seven-day trip was 100% out of my control. There was nothing in there else that I could have done but support my friend who was literally dying of blood poisoning. And like I said, it worked out this will work out. I don't know when we'll see the end of it, but the storm will settle. I sit in my home office, I look at the mess of my office, and it really does look like a tornado swept through. But I'll tell you, not too long from now, my office is going to be cleaned up, order will be back in, and we'll move forward. My high expectations that I talked about at the beginning here, they're lowered. They're lowered for myself They're lowered for my business. They're lowered for my family. I think right now, I just, my only expectation is getting through day to day and figuring out how that looks for me, how that looks for my children and how that looks for my husband and his business. I have no expectations but survival at this point and making sure I find something that I'm grateful for. You have to be able to find gratitude And that's really easier said than done. I still have gratitude from that first trip. As awful as it turned out, I have gratitude for what I learned that I could do, who I was, and what I had the ability to get through. I'm going to find gratitude in this pandemic situation at some point. 
Again, I'm not really sure what that will look like, but there will be gratitude that comes out of it. But I will leave you with this. The other night I was at yoga. I was really fortunate to be able to attend the very last yoga class that my yoga studio offered. And at the end of class, my brilliant instructor, he's like a wonderful Buddhist monk, we were all laying in Shavasana and he said, joy comes from within. It is not something that is provided to you from the outside. Nobody can provide you joy. You have to find it from within. And in that class, we were all dealing with something and we were all processing it differently. But for that 90 minutes that we were there, we were all able to feel reprieve and joy. Keep that in mind. Joy is up to you. And whatever is happening and swirling around you in the storm of a pandemic, the storm of a trip gone awry, whatever expectations you had and your plan shifting, just remember that you still have the ability to find gratitude and to feel joy from within. Don't look outside of yourself. Don't look anywhere else. Try and find it from within. I'm going to leave you with that today, but I would like you to reach out to me and let me know, have you ever had trip expectations go awry? What are lessons you've learned already from the pandemic that we're dealing with? And how are you dealing with the pandemic? I would love to know. How are you dealing being at home with your children who are only on day four but maybe stir crazy? How are you dealing with being confined to the space that you're typically comfortable in but maybe now not so comfortable? I would love to hear it. Feel free to reach out to me at Travel with Tannis on Instagram. You can DM me. Uh, whatever you need to get in touch with me, I would love to hear how you're coping. I do wish you well and make sure to stop and find the joy.